Welcome to Courageous Conviction. Remember that Jeff and I record each Saturday five episodes. So please hit the like button, subscribe so you catch all five episodes. We usually start out with one theme or topic. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes to really understand it. Some things are more sensitive than others right now, what's going on in the world. So hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, and let's jump in to this video. Yeah, see, I kind of disagree with that. I think that, you know, a criminal, send the criminals home um, and, and vet people, you know, have some kind of, you know, interesting way to figure out whether we want to keep them here or not, you know? Well, and that's, and that's, that's going to be another source, source subject that we can talk about when that time comes too, because, you know, again, you're going to change demographics. That means you're going to, you're going to grow the Democratic Party. So you're going to make this whole thing stronger that was taking place, right? And because, listen, even if they can vote or not vote, and they can vote in some states, some cities now, local levels, they can vote. The illegals can vote now. now you don't have to be a legal immigrant, right? To vote in some areas. Not on a general election. We're talking about the president. But in local areas, they're already legalizing like Boston. And they, I, there's others I can't think of right now, but I talked about that earlier today. But, but you change demographics because every 35 years we do a census, right? And so they will get representation in Congress. They're not going to be citizens, but they'll have representation in Congress. And that's what happened in California, right? That's why it went blue. So, you know, that, that's the concern. And, that, and my, my whole thing is, my whole thing is that when you go to a culture, you go to add to that culture. You don't go to change a culture. Don't go take away from it. You go to add to it, right? And... And make that better because you should be coming to a culture because that's something that you aspire to be to develop into and support. Why would you want to come someplace? And I'm saying that because I've been told that, right? I was told in Costa Rica. I was told that in Ecuador. I was told that because of the native culture. I was told it in priesthood meeting. We speak Quechua. And now you're here. We have to speak Spanish. Like that wasn't my doing. It happened to be when I got called to the stake. About a couple months later, the 70 came and said, hey, we're going to change a little bit of our policy here. That wasn't my doing. I was asked to leave. I was oust twice from a, a chapel of natives and told I had to leave. My stake president was sitting there speechless. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. He, came, he came and got me later. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm all right. I want to punch some people in the nose, but I'm all right. You know, that was my feeling at the time. So we're going to have these things. So how do we turn this positive? Well, well, we, we can we can look at the positive side of things of immigration and say, how many of those members, how many how many of those can be, you know, proselyte to and and make members of the church, you know, uh, there's a there's the, the Latin community needs to be stronger within the church here in the U.S. It's pretty darn strong in Mexico and it's growing, it's growing even in Costa Rica. It grew thirty percent over the last couple of years, you know. Um, and that was pretty amazing. I was surprised by that. But um, we're starting to see temples go up everywhere. We want to have people stay in their own countries. Um, we, but the people that are here, you know, can we accept people to come here? Can people change? Even, you know, people with not so favorable records in the past. Um, and we don't like the idea of people coming over here that are rapists and murderers. Uh, I think they need to be dealt with. And I don't like the fact that we don't know who they are, you know, and I think that that should be a common understanding, whether you're blue or red, 
but, but well, I think this there's, there's not a nice factor in the future, right? Well, there, 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 there can be an upside to things with teaching the gospel and those that are here that can learn the gospel and assimilate within the, within the culture of the U S I think most of them do come here and want to be American, you know, there are just so many of them. I listened to some, um, uh, right, right. Ranchero music, you know, today my wife was listening to it. It was funny how, you know, the kid was like, I don't want to move back to Mexico. He's saying it to English and the father's singing. It's a song, right? Like a ballad, you know, and he goes, the, the, the father's like, oh, why don't we go back to Mexico and, 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 and live our culture and this stuff. I don't want to go back to Mexico. I like my, you know, my life here in the U.S. And he's speaking back in English. And that's really what's happening, you know, more the. You know, the cultural thing with like my kids speaking Spanish, the reason we speak Spanish at home is because even though Jill and I were speaking Spanish, my kids were speaking English because they listen to programs on TV and things like that and speaking English very well. I'm like, what do we have to do to change this? So we started trying to get them to listen to, you know, Spanish programming and things like that so that they could, you know, understand more. You know, and it become more natural for them because it was easier to learn to learn English. All kids that are born here in the U.S. anyway will assimilate to English, whether their parents speak Spanish or not. You think all kids will? I because I can take you places that the kids were born here and they don't speak very good English, or they speak Vato, that kind of Vato out here. Maybe because they're so immersed into a, a Spanish culture, you know, but when, like in, in our case, you know, they had very little influence. The only reason my kids started speaking Spanish is because they're Costa Rican cousins and my mother-in-law would come up to visit us in Alaska. And then all of a sudden our kids opened up and started speaking Spanish, but we couldn't get them to speak Spanish for the life, you know, you know, for any, for any, for any good reason, you know, not threatening, not you're not giving promotions or, you know, rewards or anything like that. You know, it wasn't easy. Yeah. yeah. But it, that, that, you know, there, there is a, t- a statistic behind that, that kids will gravitate toward the language that's dominant in the country they live in. Well, we're going to see what's going to take place. It's going to unfold. We've never had this happen before to America. We've never been invaded like we are. But the Book of Mormon, if I'm not 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 mistaken, chapter 13 of 1st Nephi talked about with it. If we forgot God and we broke our national covenant, that the Lamanite descendants would overthrow would come into this 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 nation and would overcome it as a young lion. Right, a young lion does not know how to preserve and put things aside. It just destroys everything like a like a young snake. It doesn't control the venom. Right. So, so we're, we're seeing that now and we're going to be torn apart as a culture and I'm fighting to save that. Now, I know that the tent of Zion is going to be members and non-members alike, and it's going to be different languages coming because it's going to be, everybody's going to go on that Zion. Here's what Brigham Young said. Look, the people who will go to Zion, the filter, the test is going to be the U.S. constitution. They'll go in because they support that constitution. You're seeing those form right now in the red states. It was funny because Missouri is part of it, right? Part of the whole red area there. And I firmly believe you're seeing the formation of the tent design at the same time of those members and non-members. And you're going to have many different cultures, many different languages. So you're going to get to love that culture there. You can speak Spanish everywhere all day long if you want to. <laughs> but Zion will be that way. And I understand that. But I'm fighting for the principle 
of that I've lived and applied to myself as well, living in three other countries, four other countries outside of the U.S. I live in five countries, right? And I, all the time, I learned the language. I legalized myself. Now, I never got to the point where I finalized that legalization in Nicaragua because I left too soon. I saw the writing on the wall there, and I was, you know, we were gone. And um, so I understand your point that you want to have your agency and ability to do and I understand that this is going to be a sensitive issue. What do we do with the people now that are here, right? They've been let in, but for nefarious purposes, and they're being, they're, 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 they're a pawn right now. They're a token. They're this being you. They're being used, right? And many in the LGBTQ society and community are being used as well by these, these governments, right? They're using them to divide. What happens to them later and afterwards, I think, is going to be, you know, it's going to really tear people apart. It's going to be difficult. And I've told my bishop, look, you want to form a Latin Sunday school? I'll be the first one to go in and teach that in Spanish. I'll do it. Because they're going to come into the gospel and I can help them understand the principles of why America was made for this bed to restore the gospel in, why that constitution exists. If I can teach that stuff in the doctrine that we used to be able to teach, then I'm all for it. Right? We just ha we cannot abandon. American culture, or we no longer have America anymore, right? We have those moorings that we can't abandon. And, and who speaks on this, and who I'm coming, from, where I'm coming from in this, is Jordan Peterson. He recently, uh, an interview was was talking about this that if we give up those, those those social moorings, that we'll just be less with chaos, and then from that chaos, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to it's going to result in anarchy. And um, I think you're already starting to see that, right? Anyway, so in a positive tone. How do we do this? Well, we all know this is all prophecy. This is all supposed to happen, right? So yeah. the Lord has a purpose in it, though we're not going to be able to see it. We're going to have disagreements, like you and I disagree on these certain things. Hey, that's fine. We agree to disagree. Then we don't have to see everything eye to eye. And that's this is the purpose of this podcast as well, is to show how we have dialogue, and we can talk through it, right? And you and I have different understandings on a lot of things. Normally, you're a lot softer than I am. Um, and on this issue, it, it, that's, that's, that's you, that's your, your personality, your heart. And I respect and love that about you. Right. And, but at the same time, we don't have to hate each other. We don't have to get mad at each other. Right. We can talk through things and find a common ground as you were mentioning earlier. And that's, what's going to have to happen. The positive that comes out of this, because I don't know how else to tell you the positive one. Yeah. Okay. We can find members of the church, but if you've got a criminal element that's mostly being shipped across here, which is the case. You're going to have a hard time converting a lot of that criminal mindset, right? There's going to be some, but it's going to be a small percentage, I, I believe. I don't know because I'm not, I'm not there and I don't have a crystal ball. But I think that there's, look, here's the thing, though, and I've had to accept this myself. The principal builders of Zion, and I've gone through this and gone through this and gone through this. I'm talking about the New Jerusalem, right? I'm talking about the tent, Zion. I've gone through this my state president. We went through it. And I was the type of person that, no, we are the people who are going to build that. It's not. It's very clear in the Book of Mormon that it's the Lamanite descendants that will build a new Jerusalem. Now, we'll be there with them, right? But this is their promise. This is their promise. This land that has this constitution is their promise if they'll repent and come back to it, right? And we would maintain that sovereignty 
if we maintained our national covenant, but we've broken that. We're becoming we're becoming amoral, if you will, which we are. We're really just throwing out morality, and we're becoming atheistic as a nation. You know, we're moving away from God. And it's funny because in the Popol Vuh, which is believe they've been in Mayan Bible, it tells about a creation story. It's interesting, right? It tells about a creation story about how God created man. I'm just going to give the brief, brief, brief rendition of it. But in this creation story, man turned on God and forgot God. So God flooded the earth and killed him. Then he created a man that had God in him. It was part God. And so he knew how to, 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 to adorn God. And he remembered God. And that was the promise that God would never flood the earth again if they always remembered him. This is the Popol Vuh. Okay, this is the Mayan Bible. <laughs> so it's well, considered to be called the Mayan Bible. Um, interesting story, right? I mean, I'm just kind of paraphrasing it right now. But so there, I think the positive in this, Jeff, is going to be it's going to be a challenge for us, and it's going to cause people to really have to go into dialogue. It's going to have to do. It's going to cause us to do our research, cause us to get with the spirit. It's to cause us to hey, we're going to have differences, but okay, we'll go to that difference and agree to disagree. But that doesn't mean though. You can't come back to me later and say, Eric, I got this talk, right? Or vice versa. And I would say, hmm, okay, I got that wrong. I guess I better change the way I think about that, right? And and, and that's lowering our pride, being always be teachable. Right? So, you know, it's, it's going to be challenging for everybody going forward. It's going to be a roller coaster, right? So we buckle up our seatbelts, grab out of the iron rod, book them over on one hand, Christ the center of everything else, and we just... We just plow through it every day, day by day, and we keep our faith, right? Yeah. Closing That's words. the main thing. Now the main thing is just, uh, you know, following the true gospel of Christ, which was to love our neighbor, um, to hold on to the iron rod there, you know, I think is important from the tree of life, you know, um, to taste that fruit that that tree produced, which is Christ himself and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, fast moving, dirty waters. There's a lot of people in that big spacious building that's pointing fingers and laughing, um, and mocking. That's part of the reason that you see pews that are more empty than I remember seeing in the past and why wards have been put together. You know, I see an influx of people as an opportunity. I look at everything as an opportunity. Um, I don't look at, uh, you know, I, I love the English language. I think it's great to speak it, and I think everybody should that lives here. But I, I think that, um, you know, we're seeing other languages. You know, I remember going to New York, you know, over a decade ago. You know, it's been a couple of decades ago. And I, I remember walking in areas of New York that was, you know, Russian or, you know, Czechoslovakian or... Um, you know, I mean, everything, signage and everything was, you know, language was spoken there. And these are blocks. This is not something that has been um, foreign to our own country, you know, especially in bigger cities. Do I think that people need to assimilate? Yeah, I do. But number one is the gospel. You know, I think that kind of assimilation is number one, because ultimately we're all children of God. And we need to you know, kind of put down, you know, you know, the fight a little bit and try to find ways that brings people closer to God. And if that'll help us in our own endeavors to become closer to God ourselves 
and change ourselves. I think kind of like what you were mentioning before, to be submissive as a child and to be teachable is important. I'm willing to do that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So to so our listeners, okay, Jeff and I went down some deep rabbit holes today. And, or I guess, you know, in this whole episode of, of, of this podcast. Comments. Be courteous. Comment below. I think we showed you a good example of there's not having an agreement on a certain thing, but that we found a common ground. And and maybe we couldn't understand each other in, in some areas today, but that doesn't mean that we we don't have that same respect and brotherly love for each other and so forth. And I think that, as I mentioned earlier, this is, this is part of the idea of this podcast is to not only help people come back to their Savior, and, and we hope we help encourage them with our stories, but to show how, how two guys can come together and talk about something and not walk away from the table all mad at each other, right? It's just right. you talk about it. You debate about it. You discuss it. You try to enrich each other, right? That's the whole purpose behind this. I don't care if I win, you know, in an argument. I wanna, I don't want to win an argument. I want to be persuasive in the points I'm trying to get across, right? Not just to Jeff at this moment right now. I'm talking about anybody. And the reason I want to be persuasive is because I'm, I'm trying to preserve what I know to be right. Now, Jeff's understanding is a little bit different. He thinks feels a little bit differently on, on, on some of those aspects of it. But are we marching in the same direction? Yes. We are marching in the same direction. Why is that? Because we, we, have, we have a constitution that we march under, both a spiritual constitution and a national constitution. And that brings us back to that common ground. So if we abandon that constitution, we abandon those spiritual moorings, then we have no common ground. And so faith in our Savior Jesus Christ is that common ground that Jeff was saying. So comments below. Like, subscribe. Um, we're going to have more of this every week we get together. Today was late night. We have a bunch of videos coming out this week because I recorded like six of them this morning. Individuals because Jeff and I had technical problems. And we got together now and I actually... I'm going to be in trouble because Saturday night's our home evening. We were all planning on doing home evening with my mom, and we got here kind of late. And uh, I came out and started recording with you, and they're all in bed now. And my son was standing at the window, like trying to motion me to come on, and I was I couldn't pull away. And so I told, "I'll just be it. We'll just do a short one." You know, they all went to bed. So I'm going to retire this now, and I'll give I'll let Jeff close it for us. Oh, I don't have much to say other than thank you very much for listening for all those that listen. And, um, yeah, you know, um, we're always going to be on the same page when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think that, uh, being teachable and being, you know, I think it's important to be compassionate toward others, uh, and not initially, you know, of all walks of life. And, you know, we're going to have disagreements with people in society and we need to find and resolve those things. Without you know, um, shunning people, shunning people from 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 making that path toward the Savior, you know, I think that's the number one goal here, and it, it should always be the number one goal, especially with this podcast. Greater conviction. We'll see you next Saturday. Night. Night.